Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield, God's gift to rugby, gift a value of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what? I get it. You're right. You should be applauding me. Well, us, well, more me, but... Yes, uh, you should be applauding. And it's because of our introduction of this really cool new technology that gives you the advantage over us. And if you tune into our special edition on the Rugby Network at 6.30 p.m. Friday night before the kickoff of three Major League Rugby games, you'll have the advantage of odds and picks and spreads after the rosters have been released. Whereas in TRO, the Rugby Odds, we pick prior to the rosters being out, but it's okay because we're really smart and we know our stuff, so it's not that bad. But before I bring in my colleagues who are doing absolutely zero, they're just faffing about in the green room, before I bring them in to predict what's going to happen, let's briefly look backwards. Up in Seattle in a battle of mythical creatures, the Seawolves and Sabercats gave the Starfire crowd a match to behold. But the Iceman cometh in the form of Robbie Povey, who kicked Houston into the playoffs for the first time ever with a penalty kick at death. Final score, 43-36. Houston does not cover the three-point spread. In Washington, D.C., both teams met before the match and secretly agreed that only forwards would be allowed to make tackles. Indeed, the league's points total record was smashed for the second week in a row on the same field as both teams combined for a mere 108 points. Nine tries for Rugby New York, seven tries for Old Glory BC. Final score 59-49 in favor of the New Yorkers who stay alive in the race for second place in the East while covering the seven-point spread. In Atlanta, Toronto shot arrows all over the snake pit and building a big lead. But the Rattlers toughened their hides in the second half and stormed back to keep pace with rival New York for that second position in the East. Atlanta wins 34-23 and covers the six-point spread. In Harriman, Utah, the Warriors almost completed a miraculous comeback in front of one of the league's best crowds this season against the LA Giltinis. Mix altitude with a martini and you get a Giltini. That makes no sense, but it sounds good. Los Angeles wins 39-32, but does not cover the eight-point spread. Down in Texas, it was Austin versus San Diego and only one team needed to win and one team came to play. And that's because Robbie Povey of Houston eliminated San Diego before kickoff. So Austin owes him one of those Gilgroni things, not that he'd want it. Austin wins 44-28, easily covering the four-point spread. Up in Foxborough, the New England Patriots got their record 13th win and covered the eight-point spread by absolutely destroying New Orleans. Oh, wait, that was the Free Jacks in Quincy. What the Nate Ebner am I talking about anyway? The Free Pats win 57-5. to Another great weekend. Let's take a quick break and bring in John Bradshaw Layfield and Gift A. Bailu. 
Looking for your next vehicle? With Shee's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in store. We make it easy with our award winning service. It's easy at Shee. Shee.com. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Yeah, we are back with John Bradshaw Layfield. The he's down to Bermuda. He's bringing his spoons down to Bermuda. And give the rugby's gift to mankind and the king. And the king, once again, proving to everybody that he knows what he's talking about because he was 5-1 and one this week. And the only other person that could possibly match his his record is yours truly. I was five and one, which unfortunately, John becomes the wooden spoon winner. How about with you a wooden spoon record. that, pal, from Bermuda. All right. You know, you notice a little trend here. We all lived in America until we started doing a show with you, <laughs> turtle headed Al Pacino. Dip. Then gift King Abelu moves to Brazil halfway around the world. I come to Bermuda to get away from you. <laughs> no, I don't agree with you. I think we're just spreading the TRO word across the globe. That's what I we're think doing. we're like your dog. We ran away from you. Oh, you know, your I, dog that, ran away from you. Yes or not, no? Yes or perfect. no? Did your dog run away from you? Not from me. No, not <laughs> oh, from me. Stop it. It was from my poor niece who's still destroyed. Thank you very much for bringing up that and ripping the scab off that almost closed wound. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my goddaughter's life. Thank and you, John. Run away from you too. New England versus New York, Atlanta versus Nola, and Houston versus Austin. All Friday night, two of them happening simultaneously: the New England New York match and the Atlanta Nola match. And that's pretty cool in a sense that teams have to look at the scoreboard because New York and Atlanta are fighting for that second seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So yeah, it's really cool. They got to look at the scoreboard, and all the fans got to have three screens if they want to watch all the games. Yeah, that's listen, really cool. So- Great scheduling. You know, don't be such a hater. God, what's with all the hate? New England versus hosting New York. And we're assuming New England is going to be resting everybody because they've clinched everything. So New York, the road favorites, minus three. John. New York has to win. New England does not. And I think that's the big difference. I think they're pretty equal teams. But depending on incentive here, New York has all the incentive in the world to win. New England does not. Don't even know if they're going to play all their stars. I'm going with New York. New England has an opportunity to sweep all three games. They This is the one quirk in the schedule that had them playing three teams because it's an uneven amount of teams. Do you think New England sweeps New York? You know, this is a situation that I think is – such a rare moment. New England gets a chance to be both the spoiler and the winner out of all of this, because for them, this rivalry already sets themselves up really well. Their backups, they're, they're, they're playing backups, but those backups are going to want to prove something and they're going to want to at least prevent New York from getting bonus points. So that would be a huge advantage. New York might get the win and I still think New York will get the win, but I don't think that they might get enough points to be able to beat to prevent Atlanta from topping them. I actually expect Atlanta to be able to top over on this one, but it's going to be fun to watch New England actually show out how much pettiness for this rivalry that they have against New York. (laughs) Yes. But they won't be playing starters. It'll be purely backups. 
If this is a tough one to pick. Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. <laughs> Just play any segment you've done the last two years on this show. How you come out here and you say, well, Thank I'm you. thinking about this. And then you pick New York because Thank you me. are enamored with Stephen Lewis. No, enamored. I'm a Ted. You are a butt kisser. You're a sick of it. You're a suck up. If you would listen with those big car door ears of yours for just a second. Well, that was, hear that was not nice. That, yeah, well, too bad. I'm going to pick New England. I'm picking New England to lose. To have home field advantage in the playoffs while yeah. New York <laughs> takes this victory in New England and they cover the three points. Then simultaneously happening in Atlanta, Nola, who got absolutely annihilated by the aforementioned New England Free Jacks is getting eight points versus the Rattlers, John. Atlanta. Nah. Atlanta nah. needs to win, too, and it looks like Nala has done checked it in for the season. That was pretty bad last week. They may show a little bit of fire this week, but they're not playing for anything. Atlanta is. I'm going with hot Atlanta to roll them boys. Ooh. All right, a gift. Are you still in love with New Orleans after the disgraceful performance they put on in New England? I said last week that New England was going to take the advantage, and this was going to be one of the rare seasons that New Orleans is not going to have an advantage up in uh, in the New England area. But in this situation, as, as, as much as it kills me to say, I'm always going to be supporting New Orleans. Always, forever and ever. Like, they deserve it all, Except but the season is for over. this week. The season is over, and and in 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 terms of rivalries, uh, again, this is another petty play. This is a little advantageous for uh, the Rattlers. I look for them to try and be able to get the extra, get the bonus points to be able to get the win. And honestly, it's just kind of kind of boat race it through. But New Orleans is going to do everything in their power to play spoiler. Actually, you know what? I actually switched that. I'm taking New Orleans. I forgot about their level of pettiness to be able to take. I forgot about the level of pettiness against Atlanta to play spoiler to them. New England can't do anything, but New Orleans can absolutely mess up the Rattlers on this one. So I actually give this to New Orleans. Thank you, because that allows me to pass you in the standings at the end of next week because of this pick. This pick will put you in second place. We already know John's like he's he's locked up the third seed. And I don't know if that's a, it's a good thing because you are in only with three people, John, but I'm going to take Atlanta the stakes to strike fast and you're hard. Copying and often. Me. You're copying me is what you're doing. No, I'm ta- I'm following the money. This was two hours after the kickoff of those two matches, which are 7 PM Eastern time. And then at 9 PM Eastern time down in Texas, Texas, John, Texas, nah! Houston, Houston, Austin. This is an interesting matchup and it's Houston. Getting six points from the Gilgronies. And the Gilgronies have to win this one. But if Houston wins it, then they face Austin in Texas rather than facing LA in Los Angeles. I'm going to have the world famous Dark and Stormy on this. Bermuda's favorite drink, by the way. Uh, people that have left the States to run away from you, just like <laughs> King Ebelu and I did. And the biggest thing in this game is not Houston, it's Austin. Austin wins this game, gets the bonus points. They have a shot at getting a bye. I think that is more incentive than Houston playing either in the state or playing. They're going to play on the road no matter what. So I'm going with Austin. Austin, Texas. Uh, Gift, as the wind blows his hairpiece around, are you 
Still focusing on the game, or are you focusing on his hairpiece? You should try a hairpiece. You should try a hairpiece that makes you look like Chewbacca, where it covers your entire body and head. We are we are not going to disrespect the beautiful mane of the greatest Hall of Famer of all time. All I right? Just did. <laughs> We're not going to disrespect. I did. All right? But it is... <laughs> we ignore that because it is insignificant disrespect in that one. Insignificant. But in this situation, I look at Austin. Houston had the opportunity last week to be able to at least set their destiny and determine whether or not they want to be on the road or not to some extent. In this situation, Austin is coming in full force. They want to stick it to L.A. They have got little brother last time. They want to at least be able to say, if you're going to have to go to the championship, you will come through us. I look at Austin to really run through this because, honestly, they've run some Texas for the most part. And I could feel like they're going to end up taking this one all the way for those six points that are needed to be provided. But mainly out of the pure, utter pettiness against L.A. This is a petty weekend. It's going to be a petty weekend. Oh, this is tough because, you know, Houston, do you want you don't want to travel to L.A., right, to play in the Coliseum. So you'd rather stay in state to travel to Austin. So they have incentive to win this one. Do they have the firepower? Do they want to shoot their their cannons off early? So this is a tough one to pick. I, I, Danny Barrett's back. I'm taking Houston. I'm taking Houston. You guys. <laughs> Take it, Houston. <laughs> then we skip to Saturday. Saturday's a rugby day, but there's only one game on Saturday this weekend in this schedule. And it's the Dallas Jackals on Saturday welcoming in the Utah Warriors. And it's the Utah Road Warriors minus 30 points, John. Yeah, it's so wonderful to have one game that doesn't mean anything to playoffs playing on Saturday alone. The same guy who did the scheduling would put a screen door on the submarine. I think the Utah is a Utah is a much better team than probably going to score a ton of points, but you never know. At times during the season, they didn't show up. It's one of the reasons they're not in the playoffs. Dallas is just having all problems in the world. They're just not a very good team. Hopefully they get that corrected for next year. I'm going to take a guess, and it's a pure guess, and I'm going to go with Utah. Gift, I know the theory is that um, Saturday everybody's playing rugby that could potentially be watching the rugby, but it is the summer now, and most teams aren't playing in their league seasons. That's a little bit of the backstory on that Trying to trying oh, quit to make sticking up for the screen door on the submarine. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 with John on this one. This this doesn't really matter. I mean, Utah's been deciding to show up at the end of their basically the end of their playoff campaign and to try and prove that they have players. Maybe the interim coach is really trying to do a good job and getting a new uh get to full-time position. Uh Utah's gonna completely run over Dallas. Dallas, it just wasn't their year. This just wasn't their year. That's it is plain and simple. Utah is going to take it out, and they're going to get a nice, super hot summer weather of Dallas coming out that mountain cold. Nice southern weather, nice southern wind, summer weather in Dallas is about 150 degrees. I, I think that could work against the mountain people, and 30 points is a lot of points. But each week we've been saying it's a lot of points for Dallas, and what happens? They play for a half and then let up a lot of points. So – I think they're still up against it. I think Utah is going to show up at their fickle team, this Utah Road Warriors. But I think they're going to be Road Warriors. I'm laying the 30. I'm going to regret it, I think. Then we move to Sunday. Wait a minute. We have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. 
Rugby Now, delivering premier brands to players and coaches, our quality and heritage make for a winning presentation. Your orders are guaranteed same-day shipping. Drop by our online store and follow us for exclusive content. RugbyNow.com Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Welcoming in Old Glory. This should be an interesting match. Toronto got spanked in the second half by Atlanta. Old Glory came alive in the second half versus New York. Put up 49 points and lost. This one, though, Toronto, the home team, minus seven, John. I'm going to go with Nate Osborne. I, look, Old Glory put up half a hundred points last week against a really good New York team that needed to win. And it shows they got tons of heart. I'm not sure that they can beat Toronto. I think Toronto's probably a better team. But this old glory team plays hard for 80 minutes. And when the team plays hard for 80 minutes, they tend to score late and tend to cover spreads like seven points. So I think seven points, if it goes seven and a half, I certainly would take uh, old glory. That's that's the breakoff point. If it goes six and a half, if it goes to that, I would, I would probably go with Toronto. Gift, you notice how he waits until it's a meaningless game before he finally picks his neighbor's team, co-owner of the – Old Glory DC franchise, Paul Sheehy of Sheehy Auto Stores, and I have to have a Sheehy Auto Stores car. So do I. And, I have a Sheehy Auto Stores, yes. And yet you didn't pick them at all this year until now. It's a game that really doesn't matter. Gifts, what, what's your take on this? It's it's Toronto minus seven, and I know you love Canada. See, see one, I, I know this slander against the greatest Hall of Famer of all time cannot continue to go on as he has been consistent about picking him. And you know what? I, I recognize what he's doing because you know what? Whenever you create the trust, all right, you create objective trust. She will always know that John will speak truths and it's truths that create power. And in this, this power will give Nate the full-time head coaching job. And I look at Old Glory to actually show all the strength against the Canadian hat of America to be able to go ahead and get the points on this. I was going to pick Toronto, but you, you've you got me inspired. I mean, you got a team named Old Glory playing against our enemies in another country. So f- Canada, I'm taking Old Glory. Old Glory, not to cover the spread, but Old Glory to beat Canada. How about Let's go. that? <laughs> We're with you. We're with you. Yeah. America. Yes. Yeah. Goddamn America. Yet yeah. I'm the only one on the show in America. Where are you two? <laughs> We're hiding from you. And the last match of the weekend is on a Tuesday morning, as per the schedule. And it's LA versus Seattle. And it's Los Angeles minus seven. And LA needs this one, John. Yep. And LA is going to run Rick Shaw on these boys. Because they need this. Seattle played really well last week. I just don't see them uh, coming out and beating uh, the Giltini. The Giltinis need to win this game. 
bet on teams that have incentive to win. They're all pros, but you have certain teams and certain motivations. This is one of those spots. All right, a gift. You know, there's a, could be a lot of points. I'm, I, maybe the over in this one, you never know. But uh, Seattle, Seattle's a tough team. They got a lot of pride. They got a lot of big bodies in that that unit. Yeah, no, probably will be a, quite a few points scored. But look, let's let's be perfectly honest. Seattle is still not as good. Uh, uh, L.A. has been just continuing to catch fire, even after I thought that they were basically just going to be very mid this year but they just caught fire towards his back half and they've just been blazing and blazing and blazing continuously. And I look at LA to really show the need to get that number one spot. We are, we are facing a potential Gilchrist bowl in the semifinals of, or actually the finals of the Western conference, not in the finals of the season, of course, but LA wants to play in the Coliseum because it's great grass and Austin wants to play in Austin, obviously, but I think LA with the advantage is going to get the five point bonus win in a score fest. I don't know that they're going to cover the spread against Seattle. I'm going to, I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to lay the points. And I, I'm hesitant as per the rosters, but I think you people at home will know more than we do on that note, guys, final thoughts. John. Teams that have incentives. You know, they're all pros. It's like baseball in a 162-game season, like the NBA in an 82-game season. Certain teams toward the end of the year have incentives to win. They're all pros. Bet with teams that have incentives. And when you're live betting, always understand the book always overreacts to a first score. So if you've got a favorite that you like, the other team scores, you're going to see an overreaction from the book. Take that bet pretty quick because it doesn't last long. Perfect example of that was Old Glory getting the first try against New York in D.C. And then New York shell-shocked went on to score 59 points. Gift. Look, whenever you're scheduling your games, pay attention to when national championships are and don't schedule your best games on Friday because that's a terrible day to do it. Nobody's at home. Nobody's at home. In the summertime. You guys can be Debbie Downers. I think I like this Friday Night Lights thing. Oh, because you're a suck-up and you want a job with the league. (laughs) And... How dare you? And and we have scoreboard watching in the league. Scoreboard watching. I like that. All right, guys, we're out of time. Hey, folks, make sure you check out that show on Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on the Rugby Network. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend, a.k.a. Johnny Spoons, and Rugby's Gift to Mankind, the King, Gift A. Velu. And thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly and the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and join our American Red Cross Blood donor team. 